Hello, 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 hello. Thank you for joining. Hey, y'all. Dixon. Dina. Terrell, how are you feeling? Please tell me you guys are good. I pray everybody is safe and in good health out there. This is The Blood by Naomi Rain, who we will be speaking with in a few minutes. The Blood, off of her newest album. God bless you, y'all. Thank you, Jenny. Hello, hello. <laughs> if we have time, tonight is not about me, it's about Naomi. Come We have to set up that comedy hour. Hey. Emmanuel Smith from the UK. God bless you. Alright, guys, do me a favor and share. Share, share, share. Welcome to Music Mondays with Terry Khan. Today we will be joined by none other than Naomi Rain. So we're giving it giving it a few minutes. Share, share, share. Let people know that we are on. <laughs> I have new heat. The problem is I can't record it because I'm quarantined inside. So, I mean, I'm writing. <laughs> I can't get to the studio, unfortunately. God bless you, too. Welcome, welcome to everybody coming in. I appreciate you guys. Please share the live. Share the live. We are waiting on Naomi to come on, and we're going to jump right into it. You know, Instagram only gives us 59, 59 minutes and 30 seconds before the Erase Your Live. How's everybody doing? Please let me know that you and your families are safe. Hello from Baltimore City. Let me know that you and your families are safe. <clears throat> you hit the little arrow thingy, and um, you can... Uh, you know, I'm not a, I am a millennial, right? I'm just... You hit the little arrow thing and there should be an option to to, to share it. Colin! Colin Jackson official. We got the singers on here tonight. Hey, hey, hey. We're going to get started as soon as uh, Naomi joins the live. Okay, I'm glad that you are safe. Danny, where are you, where are you coming to us from? Well, this song is a problem. Your dad just had a lung transplant this over here, but he's doing well. Oh, glory be to God. We're going to continue praying for him that it stays that way. Sounds like Razelle. Please forgive me if I'm like jacking up your name. Danny from Nigeria. Soror! New A. It will always be the blood. Oh my God. It will always be enough. The blood of Jesus. I can't wait to talk to Naomi. If you're not familiar with Naomi Rain, baby, after tonight, you're going to see why she's such a big deal. <laughs> All right. As soon as Naomi, Naomi comes on, we're going to get started. Share, share, share. Let the saints and the ain'ts know that we ready. We ready to go. Hello. Think of Hazel with an R. Razel. I like the way you did that. It sounds like you've had to do that a lot, quite often. <laughs> Welcome. Hey, Sherry. Let me know where you are chiming in from. Jehovah Nisi Kande Bangura. Where are you from? 
Shout out to all my Africans that are on this live right now. Oh, yeah. Welcome, 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 welcome. All right, as soon as she comes on, guys, we are going to start. Shout out to everyone who is coming in. Hey, Papa. You're joining in from Sierra Leone. God bless you. Uh, Naomi is here, guys. Naomi, just request this live for me, please, so we can jump right into it. Hey, sweetheart. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to Music Mondays with Terry Khan. We are being joined right now by none other then the Naomi Ray. <laughs> Hello, Hi. Naomi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm. Are you outside? I'm so jealous. <laughs> oh no, the connection is a little. Come on, connection. Come on, connect. The blood. The blood on the connection. Hey, Roz. All right, Naomi's connection seems a little. Okay, there you go. Good? Yes. Okay. I'm jealous because you are outside enjoying this beautiful day. Yes. <laughs> I have to be outside. I cannot stay cooped up in this house. I will really fight somebody if I do. I but <laughs> I still understand. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We are excited, so excited to have you with us tonight as our special guest. Yay. Um if you don't know who Naomi Rain is, first of all, where you been? Um, but that's okay, because you will know after tonight. You will know. I came in um, I came in contact with Naomi. Well, not came in contact, but I got to know Naomi. I was getting my face beat. Shout out by Beats by Janisha. And Pour Me Out was playing. And I said, sis, who, what, what is this? And she put me on to you. Um, and from that moment, I downloaded <laughs> everything that you had before. Then I found out, I go to Harvest, shout out to Harvest Fields Community Church, mm. and you come there quite often, and I got a chance to meet you in person, and guys, if you think she's humble, like, she's really humble. She's not one of those celebrities that you meet, mm. and <laughs> she's just humble. She's just humble. <laughs> shout out to everybody coming on. Share, 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 share. So let's hop right into it because it seems like I've been following you for a few years now and we have seen like this, your ministry just grow and grow and grow. I know everyone that knows you is like so proud and so hyped for you. So mm -hmm. I want you to take us back to the beginning. Like, how did you start with your ministry? Whose church were you singing praise and worship at? Like, how did everything start? Well... It start. I mean, the beginning, beginning, or the beginning of the ministry, or the beginning, like you know, well, there's always when like when it all start for you. <laughs> um, I would say it started for me when I was younger. Like both my parents are worship leaders, oh. and um, it's kind of always been in my blood. And so I used to go to Christian Cultural Center in Brooklyn, yes. New York, yes. um, the mega church, you know, yeah. um, and I always tell people that because it's different when you are a part of a mega church than like a, um, a regular church. Uh, of course, <laughs> um, of course. It's just different. There's different dynamics um, The of just the sheer amount of people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It just works differently. But anyway, um, I was there and then when I'd gotten pregnant and so I got sat down. Now, I really think that's where ministry really started for me. Wow. Because the Lord really processed me and dealt with me about, you know, just being honest about who I really am and wow. what I was prone to do and really salvation. Um, there were things that I didn't think I would ever do. And wow. come to find out, like, Naomi, like, you need Jesus, you know? Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we think that you need Jesus if you, you know, curse or steal or and I'm saying that as like a little church girl it's like well I don't curse so and when I was doing that anyway but still you know what I'm saying it was like you start to p pull up what makes you unworthy and the rest of your stuff you sweep under the rug but there's some things you, you don't even know you would do like that you have the propensity to do because you've never even been put in the position so 
the Lord really took me on that journey. And after that, I began to, I had um, left and departed from that church because I started um, doing, I started to be a um, choir director, youth choir director, worship leader at different churches. So I was like subbing in for them for their youth Sundays. Okay. Um, I was actually at three churches at that point, And there were two, two Sundays at one church and then the other two Sundays at another church um, at two other churches. Um, so I was at three churches and then I was like, okay, I got to slow down. I need to like, nice. you know, be in one place. Um, so I was faithful and I was still going to my church. So at that point we had um, moved to another smaller church and um, we, we were having afternoon services. So I could do all of that, you know, and then still go to my church. So I was writing songs. So my song celebrate, I wrote like during that season um, and we sang it at church, every, like not every Sunday, but we sang that song at church. I was like songwriters. I know you probably going to get to this, but I'll just sneak it in. I always tell songwriters, like if you would be faithful where you are, if you would, you know, write songs and do stuff for the people that you're with, don't just try to do it for the masses or for the nations, you know, just be faithful with who you have. Cause if you're faithful over the little, God will make you ruler over the much or more, you know, whatever it is, that is scripture. And God is like, God is so faithful in that. Oh, look at my hair. Sorry. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. I was like running. I'm like, how are you late for a live when you're at home? It doesn't make sense. But it it's, no, I'll tell you how to do it. No, um, but <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, the Lord really dealt with me um, there, like writing songs, doing all of that stuff on like a small, really small scale. I'm telling you, it was like maybe 15 people in my church. Okay. Hey, um, and then you know, it grew. I can't even really tell you how, but there were just like divine moments where the Lord told me to do this, do that, go here, go there, connect with this person, connect with that person. And I was obedient. He would give me dreams and I would do what he told me to do in a dream. And that's how the Lord got me to this place. So, so your blessing was in the obedience. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. I love it. I yeah. love it. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing. Um, Sharing. That's a powerful testimony, sis. Now, if anyone has experienced the ministry of Naomi, I call you Naomi D. Rain, right? If anyone has experienced the ministry of Naomi D. Rain, you understand that if you, when you're going to Naomi Rain's concert, you don't go cute, like, because you are in for a worship, ex it is a worship experience. And um, mm. I'm not saying this because we're on, like, live, but... It is, it is definitely a worship experience that comes from a true place. And whenever I see people like comment about you, the the comments are always the same. Like worship is so pure. Her worship is so sincere. You feel it. Like you get moved. You can't not be touched. So I will oh, Dante bows here. I want to know from you. God bless you, Dante. What is your process like? Like how do you prepare for a show i mean i i don't think you have a prayer closet i think you have a prayer dungeon but what <laughs> what is what is it it's a walk-in closet i mean and that's true okay, okay. It's, it's a walk-in prayer closet <laughs> but um i do have a prayer closet okay and, i mean what i would tell you is that like when i prepare for something a ministry anything like that i just try to go to be honest and actually worship god I'm not going there to perform for people. Um, and while I think, because I I went to school for performing arts or whatever, I understand how, you know, excellence and showmanship and right. that type of stuff, that's just going to come with it. And I feel like I had years to to train in that, you know, so that I don't have to do that now. It That stuff comes naturally. You ending at a certain point, right. you know, right. doing so, I, can, I can hear things in my head. I feel like that's where skill and talent comes with arrangements and backgrounds and all of that, like I'm saying backgrounds, but I meant to say ad-libs, right. um, where you know how to place things so that people actually want to listen to it. Mm -hmm. But when I like go into those moments, I really just try to actually worship God. And um, I'm like, so here's the thing, like before I like go onto a stage or anything, I used to do it way more than I do it now, be honest. Well, now we're quarantined, but um, <laughs> I would like go, I would talk to the Lord and be like, Lord, so here's the thing. Okay, wait, let me tell you. So like, if you have a moment with the father and you're in ministry and the Holy Spirit comes like crazy, like he comes and shows up. Mm -hmm. If you're honest, you know that you didn't do anything. Like I know it's not me. It's not Naomi <laughs> that's like coming in and healing people's bodies. Right. Naomi can't heal people. Right. Jesus heals people, you know? And so um, 
I became super aware of the fact of like, oh snap, this is not me. And like, Holy Spirit, if you don't come, mm. it's gonna be a problem. Because mm. people began to like invite me to places because they want, like people invite certain people because they want to see a certain thing. They okay. want to move of God. But I realized that me coming is not going to necessitate a move of God. Like the Holy Spirit coming though is gonna be like mean that he'll be there, you know? And so I would pray and ask the Holy Spirit. I'd be like, listen, Holy Spirit, I know for sure that if I go, might sound nice, but if but if you come, then it'll be like what it's mm. supposed to be. So I would pray, Holy Spirit, please come. And I would plead with the Holy Spirit. I still do. I plead with the Holy Spirit, please come. Have your way. Do what you want to do. Don't like sometimes I used to be like, don't make me look crazy. But um, <laughs> but scripture for them. You know, like God will never put us to shame. He will not put us to shame. Those that hope in Christ will not, or hope in God will not be put to shame. That's in the Psalms. I can't remember. I think it's 27. But um, I'm trying to tell you that like, that's my, that's my prayer. It's not, I do pray every day. I mean, I don't want to say, oh, I pray at this time or whatever, because I'm, I'm not super consistent with the time. I have had times where I prayed at six in the morning. I've had times where I pray at five in the morning, five in the morning. Have times where I pray at night, like 1 a.m., you know, after everything. And I'm like, all right, I got to get in the prayer room. Sometimes in the middle of dinner, I'm like, all right, guys, I'm going to cut upstairs and just pray. I really try to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit and talk to him all day. Um, there are days that I miss, you know, like I'm, I'm not, I can't, I can't say it's because of what I've done. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think it always blows my mind when people say, oh my goodness, it's so pure because I don't really understand what that, means because I know myself I know right everything you know and honestly God knows more right. but I really just try to worship God in spirit and in truth I really believe that are you I, there's like a point where I was singing like teach us how to worship in spirit and in truth that's my real prayer I want God to teach me I don't I don't want to come to a worship set thinking that I know oh, I know what's about to go down like I know what God wants <laughs> I don't know like right. and so my prayer is like Lord speak to me like I want to hear I want you to tell me what you want to hear. So what do you want to hear from us people, you know? And then like, Lord, what do you want the people to hear from you? And at that point, you put yourself in a position to be a prophetic voice, not just a singer, not just a, a minister or somebody who's going to come up and pray or, or intercede. Um, what I realized was, and this is the last thing I'll say, I try not to be so eloquent. And um, I used to have a real issue with sounding like I'm from New York or like I'm I'm not from the hood but like I'm a black young woman and I didn't want to speak Ebonics and you know say whatever I was gonna say and I didn't want to say talk and I want you know I'm right, like right. and all of these nice things to right. sound like I'm not from New York but then the Lord was like yo I'm like so and like I'll say yo randomly yeah, in the middle of the we're gonna talk about that yo word okay <laughs> What the Lord was telling me was that like, you don't, I don't need you to intercede. Jesus is already interceding for us. Like, I don't need you to sound, you know, right. like, like you got it. God really doesn't know what we're saying when we say it, you know? And so I've, mm. I've come away from trying to have to sound like, and I don't, I, even as I say this, I, it almost feels like I'm trying to like big myself and I'm not, but I've, I've just made a decision in my life. Like, mm. yo, I'm good. Like, it's good. And I'm asking the Lord and what he tells me I'm going to say. I've said some re very weird things. I've sung, you know, ding dong, the witch is dead in the middle of worship. Set. That's weird, you know, and I have the well, Holy Spirit. Like, fell out. <laughs> right, but I'm like, why God, why must, why must we do the weird thing? You know, that's what I'm saying to him. But I just want to be obedient. And honestly, I feel like obedience to God will allow him to use you and people will think that you're better than you are. And that's how God is. He makes you, he makes us look good, you know? Um, so yeah, somebody asked a question. I feel like. Yeah, okay. Naomi, we're going to get to the questions. Hold on. Cause mm -hmm. she, she's spitting out some good. She's giving me some good meat. And I just want to um, speak on that. And everything that you're saying can be seen when you go to a Naomi Rain worship experience. Um, I feel like, there are times where I don't even do you know like the audiences there I feel like there's times where it's like you and you're in your walk-in closet and like all right I'm gonna direct the band when I come out right quick but it's just so and that's where the purity word comes in you said you don't really understand it but we feel it 
You know what I mean? Like we can literally feel like you are in a place, it's you and God and you are receiving and you are giving mm -hmm. to us. So number one, thank you. Thank you for that. And this word, yo, let me tell you, I was listening to this drip drip song. First of all, I'm gonna need that on the t-shirt. Okay, drip drip, I'm aware. <laughs> she said, yo, that yo took me out because I'm just like, she's so real. And it shows your passion about what you're saying. This is clearly not an act. It, your yo is like, let me explain something to you about this Jesus, right? And then you went further to say, don't get it twisted. <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. And then, and then it was this sweet part harmony. I was like, oh my God, don't get it twisted. The blood. It wasn't even planned. That's what people don't get. Like, we were flowing, and I just kept hearing, don't get it twisted. The blood still works. So I just sang it, and it come. I'm telling you, if you see the video, actually, they didn't. I, I was telling um Tamika, I was like, y'all should have, like, had, like, it should have been on me when I started singing it. Okay, that's me, like, now trying to produce and be like, of oh, course. We <laughs> but, like, because I was literally just sitting there, like, don't get it twisted. Like, it just came out of nowhere. It was a crazy night. It, like, the Holy Spirit was moving. And we had a lot of, honestly, we had a lot of fun, you know? We were tired. I'm sure. We, um, we in, the, in the video, like, all right. <laughs> I didn't even know if I could hit those notes by the end of the song because we were screaming and acting up. But, like, I feel like that's a good worship when you, you are out of breath. That's good um, worship. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm Yeah. I just think God wants to hear us speak to him like we speak. Like, why we had to try to be cute? And honestly, if I could, if I could have thought of it, I wouldn't have said, yo, we got the best deal in the world. And I just kept saying, we got the best deal. We got the best deal. We got the best. But it was what the Lord was saying at that time. And I've tr I try not to add so much to what the Lord is saying to me. Like, I try to just say what he's saying, because really, it's enough. Like, the Holy That's, Spirit can yeah. really reveal to individual people in a room full of 20,000 people, he can be saying what 20,000 different people need to hear. Each message okay. they need to hear and revealing it. Like, that's the power of God. I don't want to get glory. And that's the thing people don't get. Like, we can't, we don't share God's glory. No. Like, he doesn't share his glory. No. Give it to him. And um, I'm grateful people have something to laugh at and uh, <laughs> with me. No. But I'm praying that it just continues to bless people because, like, God is not expecting you to come. Like, you've been to theology school. Mm. That is not necessary. Right. The D and the Taoist, we can leave that alone. Just be yes. pure. And I, I think what I know, what people just love about you is you are the best example of an empty vessel. So he fills. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's why you don't need to add anything else. Because it's just like, mm -mm, this is all Jesus. This is not me. It's just an empty vessel. So whew, Naomi Rain. And uh, we went into a little bit of my next question. It's like, when we listen to your music, we we understand, well, maybe because I'm a singer, but if anyone can understand where the ad-libs come in, mm -hmm. then you go into this prophetic worship, right? At like minute 18, right? Minute 18. We go mm -hmm. into this prophetic worship, and I just want you to speak a little bit, because I know you did a whole course on it. Just speak a little bit about what prophetic worship really is mm -hmm. and... I, I don't think you can go into the house. That may take the whole life. But just speak yeah. a little bit on prophetic worship for me, please. So prophetic worship, and I, I'm, I apologize for this movement. I am just realized my phone is about to die. Oh, you're so fine. But um, wait, April, can you get my phone for me? Hey, Sharita, shout out to the skills on the line. Those she boys. the whole building yeah, smells like a true garden. Oh, I miss that. Mm -hmm. Don't rub it in. Yeah. Bye. In the back, my charger, my phone charger. Naomi, I please answer your ask your question again in a few. I'm gonna come um, open the floor to audience questions. <clears throat> so, okay, so prophetic worship is is hearing from the Holy Spirit and releasing what He's saying. It's also, um, because there's aspects to prophetic worship. Mm -hmm. It's like how. A square is a rectangle, but a rectangle is not a square. So there's like, um, there are different aspects of it. So one part of it is the Lord speaking to us with a message for 
the people. Prophetic, anything prophetic is going to be edifying. It's going to build the church. The point of it is to build the church. So if you have um, a prophecy that doesn't edify, that doesn't build, that doesn't encourage, that doesn't build up. Now, you could you could give somebody a, a, a rebuke and that be building, That's and that be out of love. But the stuff where it's just like, you was having sex last night with, with John. Like stuff like that, that's um, more, that's a word of knowledge. That's not necessarily a prophecy. Okay. And so prophetic worship and a word of knowledge is just knowing something that happened right. in the past. Right. A prophecy is more about the future. So if anybody ever gives you a, a bad word, a, a word that's bad, but they're not speaking to the future or what God wants to do about it. So um, then it's, it, it's incomplete at, at the very least. I'm not going to wow. say it's not, God didn't say it. Okay. Come on, load. Drip, drip. Drip, drip on the connection, Lord. <laughs> Hold on a second, guys. I know Naomi's outside, so the connection is a little watching this world. If you guys are enjoying Naomi Rain thus far, put your hearts up. If you haven't already, just go. It will absolutely bless your life. <clears throat> Her music will bless your life. She got disconnected. I'm sure she's going to connect on in a few. She's getting a perfect, you know. <laughs> Hi, Mime. <laughs> Sharita! Yes, drip, drip. Have you guys put your hearts up if you've heard? Back to Eden part two. There's a part one. Part two just came out. There's a, um, a few music videos. And it's not a music video per se, like a, a stage situation, but you actually see her live and you see how she flows and you see everything that we're talking about. Hi, Michelle. Hi, baby girl. Harvest Fields Community Church in the Bronx, Pastor Mitch, 2626 East Tremont Avenue. It's in the building. <clears throat> so guys, we are here with Naomi Rain. I love you too, honey. We are waiting for her to uh, to reconnect. We're having some connection problems. So we are claiming the drip, drip on her connection. Drip, drip, drip on her connection. While we wait, I'm telling you, go to Apple Music or whatever platform you have and Google the sister. I mean, Google. Just just punch her name in. I'm going to play this drip, drip song. I call it drip, drip. It's wonderful. And it's featuring Dante Bao, who was on here. Sharita, you were there for the recording. So you're just going to rub it in my face because I couldn't make it. Okay. Manu, you love Harvest Church? Harvest Church loves you too, girl. When you come back from Boston, come see us again. <clears throat> I'm going to play the song. While we wait. Sharita, how long was the um, was the entire recording? Because, I mean, it was obviously long because they had to split it up into part one and part two. But since you were there, like, how long was the actual recording of, um, of Back to Eden? Give me the scroll, girl. Sharita is one of the best sound engineers, okay? Hire her. No, no, she, she's not. She's not for hire. She's with Harvest. Long, <laughs> can I get an amount of hours, please? <laughs> Was it like three hours? Did they have to do songs over? Come on, give me, give me the tea. I want the tea. Drip, drip. Mm. Play this real quick. Mm, 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 mm. She said, "Yo, don't get it twisted." Okay, Naomi's back. All day. We didn't finish till about 4 a.m. Wow. <laughs> All right, Naomi's connected. Yeah, hey, it's okay. It's a, you came back. We were, we were cleaning drip, drip over the connection. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry, y'all. I was like, listen, this phone would die right in the middle. I was about to hoop and holler in the middle of my sermon. Um, so we were talking about um, knowing the difference between prophetic worship and the word of knowledge. Right. So a word of knowledge is, is information about the past. A prophecy is information about the future. And being prophetic 
any any gift that the that the body or that that the Holy Spirit gives to the body is really to edify the church. Mm-hmm. All of it is to edify and build up people. And so prophetic worship is not just songs to God. It's almost like partnering with Him to buy Him His own gift. You know, it's like asking somebody what they want. You know, before you just run out and get it. You know, get them anything wow. off the top of your mind. And there's something to um, there's something to thinking of some, you know, thinking of someone, when you know someone well, you can get them a gift, you can know what they want. But yeah. it's also, it's just like, there's something good about collaborating with someone in, in terms of what they really want. And also it's communication from God to us um, through prophets and prophetic people. And so when we worship that way, it really informs us. It's like a living, breathing thing. It's not just, we're just singing the song that was yeah. written. Now a song, uh, real quick, I know, I don't know wasted a bunch of time but no a song a a written song can be written from a prophetic place so a written song can be prophetic okay so you're not just prophetic because you keep going over and over and over and over over and over because you keep repeating (laughs) the lyrics the last few lyrics of a song that's not necessarily prophetic Okay. A song like the song, um, we will not be shaken. Mm-hmm. We will not be. Sh-. That's a prophetic song. It's a declaration, a prophetic declaration that they are not going to be shaken. Now, mind you, it was written by people who live in California. They experienced a lot of earthquakes. Wow. But these people are saying, we won't be shaken. Not. We will not be moved. We will not, like, we trust in our God and through his unfailing word, we will not be shaken. It's mm-hmm. a prophetic declaration. And so um, prophets now have a different role than what they had before Christ. Because Jesus is like the master prophet. He is right. the, the major prophet of, right. of, of all. And ev- all prophecy has to testify of him. It has to point back to Christ and what he's done. So if it's getting you, if there's a word that's trying to get you back to like feeling like you got to do something to earn God's grace or whatever, or if there's a song that's making you feel guilty or you're a mess and you're going to die and go to hell. If hell, that's the hell, song hell. that somebody's trying to sing <laughs> over you, it's not a prophetic song. Um, but there are, the warning of God is real. You know what I'm saying? But it has to point you toward Christ. So all prophecy, the spirit of prophecy is a testimony of Jesus. Um, I hope that made sense. And it's like really to music. Does that make sense? So much sense. Sharita said, this is so good with a whole lot of old girl. I'm with you. Michelle says she is taking notes. Speaking of which, I know you are, um, you are uh, a worship facilitator as well. And you yeah. were offering courses before. Um, so selfishly, I'm asking, since we're quarantined and we need more things to do, if you're going to offer those kids, so I would be, because I'm available. I mean, this is not about me, it's for the people. So, because we are available, will you be offering these uh, worship courses again? So, yes. Yeah. So, there, I do have a class. I have a course that is available. It's a paid course, though. Here's the thing. I'm very careful. I don't want to be that person that's like, oh, everybody's home. All right. Well, let me charge people to like to teach them how to worship. That's free. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you could ask, the Holy Spirit could teach you how to worship for free. So, like, I, I struggle with the whole, like, do a class and, and get paid for it. But then I also struggle with like, hey, you know, it's energy, it's time. It's what, and I'm not saying I don't have a problem accepting money. That's not what it is. I just don't want to play on people's situation right now. And I think some people are very vulnerable. So I'm very careful about that and watching like even when we first went into quarantine or the shutdown in New York, everybody was like going doing worship live immediately. Mm-hmm. To me, yes. the Lord was like, you need to come and worship me without being on a camera first. I don't want to monopolize this moment. You know, I don't want to take advantage of this moment and, and try to, I just, the Lord has dealt with me about my purity and what I need to do okay. in order to stay and remain pure. So I've, so I'm careful, but mm-hmm. I do think actually now that I'm saying it, I feel like I just need to do it for free actually. And I feel like the Lord will, will, will bless that. Yeah, I'm going to do it. You actually encouraged because I was I was talking to the Lord about this and I just felt like he was like, it can't be a money thing. I don't know why I didn't factor okay. in and do it for free until just now. But um, yeah. That's so great. I'll be your first student. Um, and I mean, I do believe that the Holy Spirit can teach you how to worship. But, you know, there there is a skill, right, to I, I believe that you need the skills to teach you how to use the anointing if that makes sense to you because you can you can yeah. you can be anointed and out of order 
it's that is very true and i do believe like trust me there's a teaching gift the holy spirit gives the okay. grace and the gift of teaching so that people so everybody doesn't have to go through the same process right you know the wax on and the wax off you know with <laughs> with the holy spirit like we he he partners with us and so um i do believe um that would why well, was some okay sorry this um i, I do, just keep just keep. <laughs> i was like wait how do we get to netflix sorry right. i gotta stay with you but um <laughs> yeah i do believe there's a teaching gift and you know all of that stuff so i will do it and i do believe people do need to hear from people sometimes here's the thing the holy spirit could be speaking to you but you not even hear him because you're not really connected and you're not even trying to listen and so a person can actually tell you hey don't do that you know and you'll hear them yeah yeah, yeah. That's real. Here. so that's how the lord works too so that's yeah. real so check out Naomi Rain, Naomi Rain's um, website, where she'll be giving information on how to sign up for the course. Well, yeah, I'll probably <laughs> do it on my Instagram. There is a okay. course if you'd like to take it on your own time. It's through Teachable, and it's like a paid course um, th that is available on the website, NaomiRainMusic.com. But I will be doing some teaching on prophetic worship, worship healing, word of knowledge, that type of stuff, deliverance even in the midst of worship, in the context of worship. Okay. And I think that is so necessary. And um, the last thing I'm going to say about, because I know people have questions and we want to hear you worship. Um, I, I've heard you say that you write a lot of your songs, like they come to you on the spot or even through prophetic worship. These two mm -hmm. lines that you sing over and over will manifest into like a whole song. Is that, can you speak a little bit on that? Yeah, so um, <laughs> sometimes in the flow of worship, so I think, remember I was saying before, like there's some things that are prophetic and some things that are spontaneous. It's like if you would liken it to like maybe Jay-Z or Biggie Smalls, like when he was alive, how they used to freestyle. Yeah. There, there's the ability for people to freestyle. Mind you, don't freak out. It's a gift that people have. God gives all <laughs> gifts. Every good and perfect gift comes from God. Indeed. But it may not be what God is speaking at the moment. But there are times where the Lord will have me to spontaneously flow or whatever. And then it's kind of like he'll say these words or it could be a spontaneous flow. And, it, and I just begin to sing them. And it's maybe a line or two that kind of rhyme or whatever. Okay. But it sticks. The way I, the way I judge if I should write something, you know, to something that has come to me in a moment um, is if when I leave the service, if when I leave that moment, I, it keeps playing in my head. So I can okay. hear myself singing it over and over and over. And I'm like, okay, is this how it is for people? Um, <laughs> but that's yeah. also why I'm singing over people because I know like the word of the Lord will repeat over and over. It'll play in their head even when, when I'm gone. And so that's sometimes why we repeat things um, yes. to declare and to make, make it stick. But um, yeah, so sometimes I'll just go into the prayer room and as I'm like worshiping the Lord, um, I'll just begin to write. Sometimes I'm like praying. Sometimes I'm singing. Sometimes I'm just writing. Sometimes I'm just quiet. Um, sometimes I'll just play my um, guitar okay. um, and I won't say anything. Sometimes I'm just praying. I'm like, Shaka, come on, you know, praying in the spirit. Sometimes <laughs> right, I'm praying right. words. Sometimes, sometimes I'm just laying down, like, more, like you know, weeping and uh, what do they call that? Travailing, you know? Yeah. Um, it depends on what's happening. But in those moments where I, like, something will come back and I'm like, oh. And so I'll take those um, those lyrics and craft a song from it. And um yeah it's pretty cool i i think it's cool uh, pretty cool <laughs> okay <laughs> you're so modest i love it i love it i'm going to uh naomi you had a question um the real king lp god bless you we um we're gonna open up the floor for questions while you guys are writing your question i'm gonna ask you another one what has been your greatest challenge and how have you overcome it i know you spoke before about being sat down um when you got pregnant um but I, is there something else or even along the way what has been like your greatest challenge and how did you push past it hey richard dolphin um hey rich um my greatest challenge that's difficult because i think sometimes there are like 
circumstances that present themselves that are challenges to us. And then there are mental challenges and things that we just fight with and battle and face. Um, I don't call them our demons. I'm just saying demons. They not my demons. Right. Don't claim them. (laughs) Okay. Right. I ain't taking anything with nobody's demons. But I think that, um, so in terms of circumstance, I think when I had last year, what was really challenging to me is the Lord was telling me to rest. And I realized that I had um, Lyme disease. I was diagnosed with Lyme disease. And um, I, I'm i saying I don't currently have it. Of course, you know, the way like Lyme disease works and that thing, it kind of stays dormant in your in your system. Okay. So, but the last time they checked, it, they they weren't seeing it was active and I've been like healed. Oh, that's what thank I- Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Claim I haven't been dealing with the, with any of it. Most people deal with that for years and years and years. But really, mine was a few months, and the Lord was telling me, teach me how to rest. But what's funny is, like, that was one of the biggest challenges because I like to move. You see, so even now I'm sitting outside, I like to go. I like to want right. to go. You're going to stop me. So even with the quarantine, like, I stayed inside for a long time. Um, but then I'll just get up and go drive and then come back. I like to be out. And when I have to, like, stop and be still, that bothers me, Hard. especially yeah. when the Lord was, like, people were canceling, like, um, the engagements and things like that. So I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? But what actually happened was there was a ministry that I didn't even know I was holding something against them. Or I guess I thought, um, I can't, it's hard for me not to be honest. So I'm trying to say this in a diplomatic way. Um, they, they didn't like that I had a brain and I said, no, I'm not doing certain things because it just didn't seem right to me spiritually. Um, so they basically like cut me off or whatever. And I was fine. I thought I was fine. So I was like, all right, that's how I want to be fine. You know, I got a little upset, but then I moved past it. But the Lord told me that I wasn't really forgiving them. I hadn't really forgiven them. So at the end, so he had told me to go on this rest. I didn't want to go on the rest, but then like stuff started getting canceled. And then nobody, and nobody was like calling for these others. So I'm like, dang, I'm gonna really have to rest. Go to the doctor. It's probably not feeling well. Go to Dr. Fun. I have Lyme disease. So now I'm like, God, you're grounding me. Like, what did right. I do? You right, know? Right. Um, so I was right, sitting there and I'm like, I don't understand why I have to, re-. you know, I was just being a brat, you know, okay. I don't understand. Tell me what's going on. I don't, <laughs> okay. So if I do this, you know, I was trying to just do whatever I could do and literally nothing was working. Yeah. Come to find out at the end of that period, I, I, then I, you know, at that point I found out I had Lyme disease. So I was just dealing with it and trying to get better and resting, actually resting, went into the presence of the Lord. He manifested that I've never seen before. Um, feeling the actual presence of God there with me. I felt the Lord heal my body, like on the inside as I was in his presence, like stuff that I've never seen before. And then after it, he goes, okay, now let's deal with this situation with that ministry. Mm. And I'm like, but Jesus, like we good, like I'm healed. (laughs) And he's like, no. So he was like, he said, you have to know that the church and life is bigger than that ministry. It's bigger than that ministry because sometimes we can start to connect our future with what a ministry can do for you or what a certain platform can do for you. Then the Lord says, the reason that I didn't allow that to happen, because it honestly, honestly, can I tell you the truth? They didn't really do anything to me. Right. You get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like they didn't really do anything to me. They didn't like that. I said no. And they kind of was like, all right, you say no, then you good, you know, but it wasn't, there was no bad blood. There was no, it just was a break. It was a break, but you know, it's a weird break. Um, so what the Lord started telling me was like, first of all, I had to break that because I'm calling you into something else. First of all, you're not just called to the black church. You're not just called to one segment. Oh, yeah. And so being in that situation was going to lock you down. And I'm telling too much of my own business, but I really want y'all to hear, I don't know who's on here. I feel like you need to hear God said, Amen. Like God said, I'm calling you to something else and you have to trust me for the more. Stop being mad at them because they didn't let you be on their platform. They stopped calling you. Let it go. I have something bigger for you. So I was like, okay. So I'm like praying and I'm like, okay, God, I forgive these people. And I know that what you have for me is bigger than one church. It's bigger than a platform. Thank you for that. I want to tell you the next day. I got invited by Alton Eugene to come out to do something at Bethel Church. Look at God. The next day. 
Goodness. And I'm telling you right now, when the Lord tells you to forgive somebody, when the Lord tells you to release something, it's a time thing. It's time sensitive. Listen to what the Holy Spirit is telling you. Obey. Because had I not, had I not done that, I would not have been in a position to do that. And because I went to Bethel, because I went to Reading to do that thing, and it was a black history thing. Now, mind you, if I was in my thing, like, no, the Lord ain't going to the black church. Right. Um, hello, listen <laughs> to what God is doing and see what he's trying to do. Went there, met, and that's how I got connected with Maverick City Music. That's yes. when we did the recording where we did You're Welcome in This Place and yes. I Am Loved. Yes. There in that moment. And my life has always worked like that, where God has set me up for the next thing he wants to do. And I'm telling you, this is not about Bethel. This is not about um, that other church ministry um, that won't even need to be named. It's not about right. them. It's not about Maverick City Music. It's about what God wanted to do with me. And if I wasn't obedient, and if I didn't forgive at that moment and really let it go, and it's not, and let me tell you this, it wasn't just the forgiveness. It was the believing God for the more. Uh, it was taking the limits off of him. It uh, was saying, wow, God, you can do more because when God tells you, oh, I'm going to use you here, then you start to go, okay, okay. And we start to hold on to that and go, you know, I'll, I'll use my fist. We hold on tightly to that and say, okay, God, this is what you're doing. This is what you're doing. I want to be a part of what you're doing. But God is like, first of all, I could do more than that. So cut it out, right, you know, right, and right. like let it go and give it to me. And so when I did that, I'm telling you the next day, and God has worked with me like that over and over and over. I'm telling you, the timing of it is important. If you need to forgive somebody, if you need to let go of a certain platform, if you're limiting God, mm. just quit and quit as soon as he tells you. And this might be him telling you this now. Just cut it out because he has something better for you. Right. And it's not, a, again, you may not be on, I don't know if you're a worship leader or whatever. You may not be on a Bethel stage. It may not be, you know, Hillsong. It might be your, your local church or the church in the next town over mm. that needs a worship leader, that, that needs a minister or needs somebody, and you're supposed to be there. Whatever God has for you, do what he's telling you to do, please. Please. Because this is what, okay, I'm sorry. I'm on a full preach. Go but on. Here's the thing. When we see the parable of the talents, the person with the least amount of talents, mm -hmm. when they hit it, they didn't lose the money. They did not lose the money. They just hid it. They gave it's God back right. and do something it, with right. it. God took from that person and gave it to the person with the most. And I believe that the reason that there's such an imbalance in some of this stuff, we see certain people are the only ones that, that stay in the rotation. They're the only ones on the radio. They're the only ones. Mm -hmm. And I know there's systems and all of that and industry stuff, right? But the reason I believe is, partially because some people are too afraid to use what God has given them. They're too afraid and they're hiding it in the dirt or then, or they're trying to chase something that they're not really supposed to be chasing. Like some of y'all are trying to be worship leaders and God didn't call you to be a worship leader, called you to do something else. Mm -hmm. Okay. But you're, you're squandering your gift. You're not, able to get to that next place do not hide do not hide utilize it get with people allow god to multiply it and when you do that he will trust you with more you might not be the one that god felt like could could handle five talents and don't be jealous you might be the person with the two talents you might be the person with the one but whatever your capability is whatever your ability is be faithful with what god has given you and give him back more do whatever you need to do. God said, you should have at least taken it to the bank. If you knew who I was, you should have at least taken it to the bank so I can get some interest. Come on, son. And I think people don't get that. We've got to begin to step out. And as you do that, you'll start to see things shake up. But things don't shake until people start to live and use what God has given them. Okay, I'm done. Oh my God. No. <sighs> Don't you ever apologize. Thank you for that word. I pray that whoever needed to receive that um, has received it. Wow. Get free. Please, saints, wow. get free. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. How long are you going to walk around this same mountain? Enough is enough. Get free. Move forward. God has a plan for you. And stop looking at somebody else's plan. God has a plan for you. 
you. <laughs> sorry. All right. I'm not sorry, but. Sharita said, I wish I had a screen record. Oh, don't worry. This is going to be on YouTube. The whole thing. I got the IG oh, stories download. Got you. <laughs> I'm going to need to play this over myself a few times. Wow. Thank Naomi. I don't even know where to go from here. Um, We have 10 minutes left. I, I don't know. Are you prepared to sing? I don't. I don't, I don't yeah, let me go. Okay. I am. You see how? Let me see what my... <laughs> This is my ghetto live today. Sorry, y'all. Okay, we, we are loving every second of it. And I'm sorry. I know I saw the questions, guys. It's not that I was ignoring it. It's just that we needed to hear what was being said. Um, oh, God. Sorry. Do the words and the melody come together? Or, okay, I'll see. Oh, boy. So powerful, right? <laughs> I got goosebumps, y'all. I got goose legit goosebumps. Ew, father. Let's see how we can work this. Okay. What well, while you're walking, someone asked, um, I wanna go up to this question because she seems like a singer or a writer. Uh not that I'm partial to singers or writers, sorry guys. But wait, oh my god, scroll, scroll, scroll. Chanel Alyssa said, is your writing always an experience of obvious Holy Spirit impartation, or do you also have a practical approach to your writing? Say, repeat that one more time for me. Is your writing always an experience of obvious Holy Ghost impartation, or do you also have a practical approach to your writing? So, like, um, so for me, I do, I am more based on like, like where I am at the moment. Okay. Um, so some of it, I'm going to say, I do like to write inspired by the Holy Spirit. But if God is dealing with me on something, I will give myself to writing. Okay. You know, I will sit down and just begin to write. Nice. Some songs that I write will never make it to any of y'all. Y'all will never hear them. Some of it is just between me and him. Some of it is sharpening the saw. You know, some, we, sometimes we just got to sharpen our saw and get better at what we're doing. Um, I know for me, there are some things that are important to me when I write. I like to write words that maybe people aren't singing. Um, you know, I I like to sing, I, I even like Back to Eden part, uh, part one and two. Mm -hmm. Those songs, I really wrote them like I would write a hymn. They're very wordy. Yeah. They're very, you know, and then maybe like with refrains that people could sing. Mm -hmm. um, the book is even hard for some people to sing. And I got that, but it wasn't about how easy or, you know, it was more right. about the lyrics. Um, so yeah, I do sometimes approach it like that, especially when I'm writing with other people, I can just like cerebrally sit down. I think there's something to, um, writing what the, what the Holy Spirit is telling you to write, but then also creating like a masterpiece, you know, Yeah. and sitting down and working on it and going back and, and leaving it and thinking and coming back and bringing him and crafting it. I think there's something yeah. to that offering yeah. God something that's beautiful and nice. Definitely. So, Okay, thank you, thank you. Go, go forth, <laughs> go forth. Um, hey, Richard, thank you. We're gonna get you on here one of these Mondays, Richard Dauphin. So this is so out of tune, but um, Yeah. 
fade away. Oh, let all the other names fade away. Till there's only you. Let all the other names fade away. Jesus, take your place. Jesus, take your place. Let them fade away. Let the names fade away till there's only you.